Town Bank Mortgage, NMLS number 512138, is an equal housing lender. This podcast is for informational purposes only. And now, the man born with a 5 o'clock shadow and with the NMLS number 2028201. He is a gentleman. He is a scholar. He is... Tyler Crawley. Well, I hope you guys are ready for a short week. Well, maybe. It might be a short week. We've got a lot of data to get to this week, even though Thanksgiving is on Thursday. Wouldn't it be funny if I did three shows on the week where I have a complete legit reason not to do all three? (laughs) Like regular week, I never get three done. So I had the week where I actually have a reason not to do three. Um, I do three. So we'll see what happens here. Welcome, everyone, to the Monday edition of the Markets and Mortgages podcast. I am the aforementioned host of this podcast, Tyler Crawley. And yeah, it is a, it is a short week. Thanksgiving is on Thursday. However, we are getting some data on Thursday, not anything domestic. There's nothing happening in the U.S. It is Thanksgiving. But we are getting inflation data from Japan on Thursday. So legitimately... We would have something to talk about if I decided to do a Friday show. So we will see what happens here. Um, but okay, it is a short week. We're going to talk about what's, what's going to be happening this week. But before we get to the future, let's talk about the past. And on Friday, we got our residential construction report from the Census Bureau looking at starts, permits, and of course, completions. And it was expected... To see, I think, a little dip, a little increase, nothing kind of dramatic. And we got a surprise to the upside. Every single category was on the up and up. And mind you, this is from October. So this is before the movement that we've seen in rates. You know, the big drop that we saw in mortgage rates end of last week. Or no, no, I'm sorry, the end of last, last week. Because <laughs> rates have been kind of moving up a little bit if you're looking at the 10-year treasury. Uh, but that big drop that we saw after the CPI report and sort of the, the dramatic move, everyone talking, got a little bit more activity. We've seen it two weeks now in a row where mortgage demand has increased. And more than likely, we are expecting this Wednesday when we get the data to see another increase in mortgage demand. So this all happened before that. So we actually got, like I said, a surprise to the upside with both building permits and housing starts. Uh, Building permits, privately owned housing units authorized by building permits. That's the official term. Uh, They rose to 1.487 million. That is up 1.1% from the previous month and is the second highest level in the last five months. (laughs) It's like... Super. I, I was trying to think of something that would be like, hey, this is actually pretty good. That was the best I could come up with. It was the second highest level in the last five months. <laughs> Not the first, the second. Uh, housing starts, also known as privately owned housing starts, in October rose to a seasonally adjusted rate of $1.372 million. That is up almost 2% from the previous month and the highest level since July. And as I mentioned, both of these numbers were better than economists were expecting. Um, Economists expected that permits would actually fall 
almost one and a half percent, and they thought that we would see a slight increase in housing starts, 0.3 percent. So both much better than we were anticipating. And one of the regions continues to just dominate. And we it's the South. <laughs> I wasn't going to try to be suspenseful. But if you've listened to any podcast that I have done or anything that I've written about building permits or housing starts for the last, what, two years, Southern dominance has always been the one major factor. And that's actually one of the reasons why we saw an uptick. We saw bigger, um, the Southern region had much bigger uh, increases month over month and of course year over year than the other regions. So their dominance got even bigger. <laughs> like how it's, it's crazy. Like it's like everything is happening in the South. The South continue to dominate all three regions with 56.7% of all permits and 52.7% of all housing starts happening in the South. And what's crazy is that those numbers don't even compare to the single family numbers. So single family construction in the South, 60.8% of all permits and 57.8% of all starts in the South. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's crazy. We got four regions and one region is almost 61% of all permits. That means the other three regions are splitting, what is that, 39.1%? <laughs> I mean, that's, that's nuts. That is crazy. Crazy levels of volume. Um, the West, which took the number two spot, was 23.5% of all building permits. The Midwest was 11.4%. And the Northeast, 8.5%. When it comes to starts, the West was 24.3%, the Midwest 178 and the Northeast 5.2%. 5.2%. I mean, that's just, that's nuts. The South is doing literally 10 times the amount that we are seeing in the Northeast. So starts, 5.2% South in this, or, or I'm sorry, in the Northeast, in the South, it's 52.7%. So actually more, <laughs> it's actually more. It's actually more than 10 times <laughs> what is happening in the Northeast. Uh, and then of course, we also got housing completion data, privately owned housing completions rose to a seasonally adjusted annual rate of 1.41 million. That is actually, I'm sorry, that is actually down 4.6% from last month. And it was the first Monthly drop that we have seen since July. But of course, the South dominating with 58.7% of all housing completions. And are you ready for this? 63% of all single family housing completions in the South. 63%. (laughs) They're almost, they are almost two thirds. Of single family housing completions are happening in one of the four regions. That's crazy. That is so crazy. So clearly, I think most people would be expecting, based on what we saw happen this month with rates 
and we saw a little bit of mortgage demand increase, which means there are people out there wanting to buy. So builders might go, ooh, okay, let's move forward. Things are maybe looking better than what they were. Seven and a half percent mortgage rate, better than eight. <laughs> people are excited. And so, yeah, I mean, this this happened in a month when things were not that great. I mean, there were rising mortgage rates, a lot of things that should have been putting some downward pressure on residential construction. And we saw increases, permits and starts. And then, you know, housing completions were down. But, you know, we've seen just crazy numbers for housing completions this year. This is the first time we, you know, we've, we've seen a real, a real drop, um, or like I said, a drop since, since July. And so, and year over year, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I believe housing completions are still up pretty good uh, year over year. So it's just pretty crazy that <laughs> um, a bad month, October, actually was not bad for construction. So November, we could be seeing some pretty good numbers in about a month from now. So as I mentioned, it is a short week. We don't have a ton going on, um, at least domestically. We're getting some housing data um, on Tuesday. We got existing home sales. They are expected to fall 1.5% to 3.9 million. That would be the lowest level since October 2010, if that is what the number is. Uh, we're also going to be getting FOMC minutes earlier in the day. We will be getting inflation data out of Canada. Uh, inflation is supposed to slow to 3.2%. Then on Wednesday, which is Thanksgiving Eve, we get mortgage demand and rates, as always, Mortgage Bankers Association. Then we get jobless claims. They are expected to fall to 225,000. Seen some interesting data recently with jobless claims. Uh, it's It's been rising more than expected, and continuing claims are really seeing some big moves. Uh, sort of that loosening of the labor market. Slowly, surely, but happening. <laughs> <laughs> slowly, but surely happening. That's what I meant to say. Uh, durable goods, they're expected to fall 3.2%. That would be the worst month since July. If that, and, and that would be, that'd be good for rates to see, you know, slowing economy is, is good for rates. That's weird. Uh, and then at uh, noon, we'll be getting mortgage rate data from Freddie Mac. And then on Thursday, Thanksgiving, we actually are going to be getting a report from Japan. Japan's inflation rate is expected to rise to 3.2%. I think it was 3% the prior month. So kind of a short week. We'll definitely have enough data to do a Wednesday show. And I'm thinking we're going to have, we might have enough to do a Friday. We'll see. I mean, I got nothing else going on. It's not like I'm not going to be traveling or anything. So might as well do one on Thursday. So let's see. Let's see if I can do three shows during a week when usually people in broadcasting, you kind of have a reason not to do the full week. You know, when I was on the radio, it was always right. You do you know, Wednesday and Thursday, Friday, we're off guest host, whatever it may be. Uh, I didn't have a guest host. I just played the best of, <laughs> we didn't, we didn't have the money for guest hosts, <laughs> uh, but we don't need one for this podcast. Cause I can do one probably I'm feeling pretty good about it. Uh, real quick here. I did see an interesting article this weekend in the wall street journal talking about baby boomers 
and it said, congrats, your house made you rich, now sell it. And the subtitle was, lots of baby boomers are going to sell their homes in the years ahead. The trick is to beat the crowd. And they basically, you know, spell out how important baby boomers have been to the housing market. They write, quote, ever since they began buying homes in the 1970s, boomers' effect on the U.S. housing market has been profound because it is much more populous than so-called silent generation that preceded it. The baby boom generation, typically those born between 46 and 64, drastically increased the country's needs for homes. Construction ramped up, suburbs spread, and home prices rose. And so, you know, we saw, and it was funny, I saw that article in the journal. I remember it wasn't long ago that I saw a piece in Fortune by Sydney Lake. And I'm assuming Sydney's a girl. My sister's name is Sydney. And usually S-Y-D-N-E-Y is girl. But then there's also Sydney, that's a boy's name. So I'm assuming it's a girl. Uh, Sydney Lake over at Fortune said, the silver tsunami is about to hit the housing market, but millennials and Gen Zers may not come out any better in the wash. And they basically talk about how baby boomers are going to be selling their homes and they're going to top dollar way more than what they paid for it. Uh, And there is a debate about whether or not the current crop of buyers, which would be millennials and Gen Z, if there's enough of them, are there going to be more baby boomers selling than Gen Z and younger millennials? And so could we see, you know, there's debate on whether or not home prices are going to rise or could they possibly fall because of that? And then whether or not baby boomers are actually going to sell. I mean, because the argument always was is that, you know, you downsize, you get out of your house, you have some money. But in a lot of cases, home prices have jumped so much recently that, (laughs) I mean, sure, there's equity in their homes, but to downsize to a smaller house, it may end up costing them almost the same amount because of where mortgage rates are, because of what's happened with home prices. Uh, now, if they pay cash, it's an, an entirely different story. Um, but, you know, that's another factor. And we could see the silver tsunami maybe not be as impactful as some are thinking. But it's interesting that we're already here. We're already talking about what this what this is going to mean for the housing market. I hope they sell because we need houses. We, we still do. We still need houses. Um, but the big, the big question is where this house is going to be. You know, are people all leaving the Northeast and moving South? That's not, that's not great because we need homes in the South. We don't need homes in the Northeast. As I clearly pointed out, looking at the construction data, homes are not being built in the Northeast. It was like 5%. It's not a lot. So we don't need more houses in the Northeast. We need them in the South. So is this silver tsunami going to be more of a regional issue or they're going to be people in the south where we do need homes moving further south like are there people in like wilmington who are like let's move let's let's move south (laughs) let's go to florida and retire i don't know we'll see what happens um but the the rumblings have begun we got fortune reporting on it wall street journal what is the silver tsunami going to mean for the housing market we will see all right that's it it's a short show to start the week because it's going to be a short week. So I'm not just going to ramble on just to get to 20 minutes. <laughs> I'm thinking, so I got some ideas of what I'm going to be doing in the new year. 
some changes coming to markets and mortgages to try and, um, I don't know, just, just change things up. I got some kind of interesting ideas, but I thought one of the things would be to have a catchphrase and it would be like, you know, your housing information in 30 minutes or less. <laughs> Cause I, I don't think I very rarely, maybe like that lawsuit, the NAR lawsuit. I think that that might've gone over 30 minutes. Cause that was like just 20 minutes by itself. But I don't, I don't try and do long podcasts. In and out. Knock it out. Here's the data. Here's what you need to, here's what you need to know. Maybe a joke or two. But not a lot of ramblings. <laughs> it's like the exact, I always tell people it's the exact opposite of radio. Radio, you have to fill time because you're on the air for like three hours. So it doesn't matter how much news there is. You got to fill three hours. Here, I could do 10 minutes. Less. A little bit more. It's all, it's all up to me. <laughs> what I want to do, but I never want to just, just, just ramble to ramble. And look, here I am. I'm rambling. We're going to go. You guys enjoy your Monday. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. If you're not going to listen any other time this week, but hopefully you do. We'll definitely be doing a show on Wednesday. You guys enjoy your Monday and we'll be back here Wednesday morning for another edition of markets and mortgages. And remember as always, do not wait to buy real estate. You buy real estate and wait. Wait.